Welcome to the Chronically Unwell podcast, a weekly conversation about mental health, personal growth, and navigating the nuances of life while managing chronic mental illness. I'm Samantha, a certified social worker and mental health therapist. I'm Andrea, a small business owner and mental health advocate. We are two besties trying to normalize having difficult conversations while embracing being chronically unwell. While we hope you enjoy listening to the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for individualized mental health care by a licensed professional. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to the Chronically Unwell podcast. Today we're going to dive into the world of toxic positivity, a phenomenon that has become increasingly prevalent in society. We'll explore its harmful effects on mental health, discuss how to recognize it and provide strategies for overcoming it. Let's foster a healthier mindset together and embrace a more balanced emotional spectrum. Now let's get into it. I'm excited that we're talking about this today because I think toxic positivity is one of those behaviors that a lot of people don't even recognize that they're engaging in because inherently I don't think most people have bad intentions behind this. Well, because like being positive is inherently negative, right? Mm -hmm. Like when people are being positive, that's like usually a good thing. But there is that fine line of like being positive and then that toxic positivity. Yeah. And I think it's finding that that balance between toxic positivity and that optimism. But toxic positivity specifically is this belief that regardless of the the severity or the difficulty of a situation, people have to be consistently in a positive mindset. Whereas like optimism and engaging in positive thinking can have its merits toxic positivity goes to this extreme where we're disregarding all of our challenging emotions in favor of like being artificially cheerful right right well because it's like kind of easier to like pretend that versus like really like opening up that treasure trove of like more difficult emotions yeah so it's easy to put that mask on and yep you know that's that's an easy thing to do It's easier to be insincere in our positivity than to address some of our more challenging emotions. And so that's why I think people don't realize that they're engaging in toxic positivity because they're like, I'm happy. And nobody ever shames a happy person, right? (laughs) No one's like, stop it. Well, I do. (laughs) Because like, I think too much happiness is like, it gives off that very insincere vibe. Like, because I am very susceptible of like, being aware of somebody's like toxic positivity yeah because i inherently am not i kind of lean more on the pessimistic realistic side of life versus this more optimistic side where and i think a lot of people misconstrue that optimism with the toxic positivity i think there is a lot of confusion in that yeah because we don't want to like deny that having a positive outlook is is good right right because it it definitely is having a positive outlook definitely contributes to our mental well-being however like the predicament lies in the fact that life is inherently diverse you know we are going to have a lot of good experiences but we're also going to experience a lot of distressing things right (laughs) right and I think like the more distressing like I think that life 
happens a lot more than that like positive stuff right like not everybody's winning the lottery every day <laughs> I not, wish. <laughs> like I wish. like there there are and a lot of inherent life things that happen to us every single day yeah. right do i think that you need to have like a, a healthy mindset in regards to like dealing with those life things for sure but to sit there and just like push it off as like a, and having that toxic you know, positivity is really harmful to yourself and to others. Yeah, because we're all going to encounter emotions that might be uncomfortable, but it's just that's part of being human. It is what it is. Yeah. Like that is just what it is. That's the human experience to experience joy, but right. also to experience like sadness and anger. Right. And, frustration because we have a wide range of human emotion right Mm -hmm. and you can't live in the camp of being happy or in this joyful state always because that is just never going to happen unfortunately that's just not realistic yeah and in order to be like psychologically well (laughs) sound (laughs) and sound (laughs) we have to be able to openly and honestly address both the you know, the full range of emotions, right? You know, from the happiness to the sadness, we have to also, be able I would to like address say the embrace them. Yeah. Like embrace them into your life and fill them to their fullest instead of that. Like, Oh, all this tragedy just happened. But like, you know, somebody out there has it worse. Like that doesn't do much for you. No, it doesn't do much for you. And you the situation that you have at hand. No. And I think a big issue is that we, we label emotions as like, this spectrum of positive and negative and that's false that that that's, is they there are no good or bad emotions they just are yeah they just exist but do they maybe sometimes make us feel more negative and do they help us ma- the, do they sometimes make us feel more positive sure that's an inherent truth right i don't love when i'm angry I don't feel great when I feel angry, but it's important that I feel the anger so that it's not manifesting in a really, really detrimental way in the future, right? It's important that I do express, is it, do I feel great when I feel that joy and happiness? For sure. I chase that dragon. I chase that high and I'm feeling like on top of the world and that's great. It makes me feel good, but anger isn't bad and it's not good either. It just is. See, our emotions just are what they are. It's our reactions to our emotions that are maybe inherently good or bad. Right. Right. Because, I mean, I love a good cry. I turn on. Do you? Oh, you do. I do. The music. You go with the Hannah Montana, the climb, (laughs) and you know it's going to (laughs) be. Yeah. I've got my sad girl music. Okay, Olivia Rodrigo, calm down. I will turn on my Drew Barrymore ever after, and I (laughs) will. I will cry. You love that. I do love yeah. a good cry. And I avoid that. <laughs> so emotions in themselves are not, you know, good, good or right. bad. Right. So we want to be able to fully embrace and accept all of them. Um, But toxic positivity specifically can be, can present in a lot of different ways. And they often involve, you know, invalidating or denying genuine emotions. Right. So we're going to go through some different examples of what what this looks like. Um, first on our list here, which I would say this is probably the most common way that we see toxic positivity come across is dismissive phrases. Ugh. Do you have a favorite dismissive phrase? No, because it's all the worst. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's just it's so 
like I, it's just rude yeah at the end of the day like i know we talked about like oh people are inherently trying to be like negative like bad with toxic positivity right because yeah. you have that like perception people have good intentions right also intentions are worthless but that's like for another <laughs> episode that we don't need to get into that today but like they're really rude a- yeah. at the end of the day dismissive phrases from you know just stay positive or don't worry be happy or everything happens for a reason fuck that by the way don't come at me with your platitudes don't come at me don't come at somebody who's experiencing hard things with your platitudes well it like don't start a sentence with at least like I, it's just so rude it yeah. really is just so rude because it takes away from their experience yeah like everybody's life is so different everybody's perception of life is so different everybody's perspective of life is so different somebody's worst day could be nothing to you right somebody's experience like oh like you know they got in in, they, they got a flat tire on the interstate oh like that could be somebody's literal worst that they've ever had that might not be big to you but that could be their biggest thing that they've and that is big to them let them have it like why would you sit there and be like well at least you didn't get in a car accident. At least yeah. it was just a tire. Okay, well, it was still a tire, though. Yeah. They're late for work now. They have to go get a new tire. Like they're, they're, There is stuff that go into that that is really unfortunate. Don't dismiss it because you could have handled it differently. Or it wouldn't have impacted you in the same way. Yeah, and I think people struggle with that, right? I hate they, it. <laughs> they, you know, they hit you with the phrases of, like, just stay positive you know, don't worry, be happy, or everything happens with a, for a reason, right? Without really acknowledging, you know, that that could have been the person's like worst experience, right? <laughs> you know, it, it does, it just ignores the complexity of the situation for somebody. And usually when people are using dismissive phrases, we're saying what makes us feel better, because we're uncomfortable that the other person's experiencing emotions <laughs> right because it's like people don't have the capacity for hu- other people's human emotions because they don't have the capacity for their own and so they're just gonna be like it's fine everything's fine you're fine blah, blah, blah. like yeah let's not do let's not do this like that inherent like wow i'm uncomfortable no we're not doing this yeah it's the like oh i just want them to feel better yeah. immediately <laughs> so everything's fine everything's great right so we hit don't worry we don't hit worry the dismissive yeah. phrases Right. Which is so rude. It really is so rude. Stop doing that. It is. Um, Another form of toxic positivity is minimizing emotions. So we're we're downplaying someone's struggles with statements like it's not that bad or you're overreacting, which can really make a person feel like their feelings are just not valid. Like going back to the the tire on the interstate. That's scary. You have all these cars going 60 plus miles an hour past you and you're trying to fix, you know, God forbid, like, what if somebody like wasn't paying attention and they hit me, you know, like there's, you know, like it is scary and like it's, it's unfortunate. Like also guys just like stop, like let, let the people feel, let the people feel (laughs) the things. Okay. Yeah. Just because it's not that big of a deal for you doesn't mean that it's not a big deal for somebody else. Right. And so by saying these things, you're just reinforcing to that person that like your feelings don't matter. Right. (laughs) You should just get over it. Get over it. Which isn't, isn't great to do that to your friends, your family, your, your loved ones to anyone really. But usually we're saying these things to people we care about. And so it's kind of important to be aware that these things can be, can be hurtful. Um, Another form is forcing positivity. 
right <laughs> I, I like to think that this comes from a good place <laughs> again intentions don't matter but continue but insisting that someone should always smile or look on the bright side even when they're clearly going through a difficult time it's that at least this didn't happen well susan this did happen and i'm yeah. still struggling yeah look on the bright side give me a smile like this just like creates a lot of pressure for someone who's going through a hard time to hide their genuine emotions right right and you well it also creates that like level of unsafety in their like experience right like okay well i know that i can't go be vulnerable with susan about these certain things because one she won't have any of it right she won't have the space for any of my realness and two she's gonna tell me things that like inherently upset me (laughs) yeah so you can i you can almost guarantee that if you're kind of pushing that on someone that your interactions with them are going to gain a level of falseness where they're always going to tell you like yep things are great things Things are are good never better yeah never been better and you're not going to have the same level of closeness because they know because it's disingenuous at that point yeah they know because you created that level of unsafety or like you know not being able to express realness yeah yeah if i share anything hard with you you're gonna tell me like don't worry about it don't worry about it look on the bright side (laughs) look on the bright side it's not that big of a deal (laughs) Um, one that a lot of people don't think about is that a form of toxic positivity could be avoiding challenging conversations by refusing to engage in discussions about challenging or difficult topics. Um, it makes it hard for others to share their struggles or to seek support. Right. Right. We're avoiding feelings. Right. By avoiding those. Because sometimes because sometimes in those difficult conversations come difficult emotions. And if you aren't like I don't want to say trained but if you are if you're not aware how to like deal with these in like emotions those conversations are really hard because not only are you dealing with your challenging emotions but you have somebody else's challenging emotions that make it difficult to process and navigate through that and then at that point it's like it's almost like a, a defense mechanism just to like throw that positivity up and be like everything's fine like at least this or like you know it's just easier to like put that wall up versus dealing with the emotions at hand yeah when I'm working on communication skills I like to you know have that conversation of whether or not you're addressing what the problems are you're still having emotions about your relationship right because a lot of people are avoiding these difficult conversations because it's easier to pretend like everything's good everything's happy right and that's the toxic part of it right is that that everything's good everything's great even though like you or your partner or whoever in the relationship is like dying inside (laughs) there's that resentment that still gets built up when you're not and when you're not engaging in those conversations you're feeling a type of way the, the other party is feeling a type of way and then there's just a lot of avoidance to like come to this common ground of understanding really you're avoiding this le- le- level of understanding of what each other are feeling in whatever scenario it is you know and when you yeah. don't have that like base level of understanding there's a lot of room and space for offense and resentment and all of these other things that just bubble up and one day it's going to bubble over and then you're shit out of luck do it have the hard conversations even though initially it's difficult uh comparing experiences this is like a go-to i think for a lot of people you know again 
not trying to have bad intentions, but it comes across really poorly when someone is struggling to be to hit them with the well at least you don't have it as bad as so and so while that might be inherently true that you don't have it as bad as them that completely minimizes and invalidates the experience that you are having yeah and it creates that like oh like i guess like it isn't as bad like why am i feeling this way then why am i feeling this so intensely if it's not as bad as this other person and it just kind of creates a lot of like unrest really like and then it's just it's a lot of these are just really rude i know that you say that people have good intentions i want to say that your intentions are shit <laughs> like you can have the purest intentions yeah and you can still really hurt somebody like with this toxic positivity you're like well at least well at least you don't have it as bad as da 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 while that might be an inherent truth that could be a fact that it isn't as bad that is so fucking rude Like, really, that is so rude. Yeah. I think people, again, it just goes back to, like, people are saying what's most comforting to them in their spot of not currently struggling. Right. And they're just trying to be, like... And I get that. Like, I get that. Yeah. But, like, still rude. Yeah. Exactly. It's just that invalidation. Right. Um, Another form, overusing positive quotes. Bombarding someone with your inspirational quotes or memes when they're going through a tough time without offering genuine empathy or support is not supportive validation. No, <laughs> I, I experienced a lot of this after Kalena's passing. Um, you know, I grew up in a very, very religious home, yeah. you know, very, very religious, uh, receiving lots of scripture quotes and things like that and I, when I tell you that it was less than helpful it made me resent a lot of people because yeah. it completely took away this like real experience that I'm having to like a paragraph was supposed to make me feel better yeah you know like or like like spiritual quotes or like even like Pinterest quotes or like things like that it's just so invalidating like I'm experiencing this like really horrendous thing but you think that this like really beautifully designed graphic is gonna make me feel better fuck you it just it dilutes your experience down into like a little nice poem a a paragraph yeah then that that is gonna be what helps you get through it if someone is asking you for that that's one thing right? right that's like something that they've asked for go ahead send it to them but if they didn't like even if you're like, oh, you know, I saw oh. this and thought about you. Maybe like just Don't. Sa- save it in the drafts for another save day. Save it <laughs> in the drafts for the, like maybe one day when like it's not as fresh or like, hey, like don't don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. Maybe instead, if you saw something that made you think of them, send them a text and be like, hey, hey. I was thinking about you and just checking in. Like, is there anything I can right. do for you? Send them that instead of the quote. <laughs> instead of the quote. Because <laughs> while your intentions might be pure. It's still really less than helpful. Yes. Um, Another form of toxic positivity is blaming the victim, suggesting that someone's hardships are entirely their fault um, for not thinking positively enough or not having a good attitude. If someone just lost their job, being like, well, maybe if you had a better attitude, you wouldn't have gotten fired. What does that do? What does that do for somebody? Because you like they can't change it in that moment anyway. Like, like, why would you say that? Yeah. So well, maybe if you just had a better attitude. Okay, Janet. Yeah. <laughs> so check check your attitude a little bit um, when you're suggesting someone else have a better attitude. 
Um, suppressing negative feelings, teaching children or individuals that it's not okay to express sadness, anger, or frustration, um, is not great. It hinders emotional development. Well, I see this a lot. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, I'm sure you see it more than I do as a therapist, <laughs> as like a child therapist, but like even in my own like personal like existence in my like work life, my personal life, seeing people really like suppress like teaching that suppression starts young right it's these adults that don't want to manage or deal with like children's emotions is so wild to me and it's just like it's just wild really because it's like why what what like why would you not cultivate a space for them to express that so that they're not shut down like I don't know it's just wild to me I think it's I've had this conversation kind of a lot with my mom um, where she's like, she's apologized to me for this. Um, but she's like, when you guys were kids, like, I felt like it was my job as a mom to make sure you guys were happy all the time. Mm-hmm. So anytime you experience what was like a quote unquote negative emotion, I just was immediately like, you know, be happy. Like, right. like let's <laughs> not over, feel this. Let's like, not let's be this. happy, which is like, cause you don't want your children to suffer. Yeah. Like I get that. I get that point of view. Right. Yeah. Like I get that that you don't want your children to suffer like as yeah. a mother i would never want my di- my child to be to experience sadness yeah but that's inherently wrong yeah because life is not happy all the time yeah you will never experience continuous happiness forever yeah training and educating your children how to emote properly is your job because when they're 26 years old and they get a flat tire on the interstate they need to know how to deal yeah they need to know to not bottle it up because in five more like years, that's going to like blow up and it's not going to be great. Yeah. You know, like I, I, get, I get it. I get like wanting your children to experience this overabundance of happiness. Right. Like because as an adult, life fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like and you, you don't want that for your children, but that's just setting them up for really not success. That's setting them up for like real bad times. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have genuinely, like, appreciated that apology from her because I, I know that she had the best intentions when she was, like, you know, just want you guys to have happy memories, to be happy kids. I get that. And, like, I totally, like, get that. But I, I definitely can see the effects of that as an adult because, like, I, I do struggle with emotions. We've talked about it. <laughs> neutrality. Li- living in neutrality. <laughs> living in neutrality. <laughs> Sam only lives in neutrality. I live in neutrality. Um, but, yeah. We we want to let, you know, we want to teach our children that it's okay to feel all of the things, right? Because it's our behaviors afterwards that are important. Right. Teach your kids that it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to, like, punch a punch, hole, through, punch a hole a wall, through a wall. But you but can okay be angry. Be angry. But, like, also, like, expressing that anger. Like, there are smash rooms for a reason. Social, like, axe throwing. There are ways that you can express that emotion that isn't destructive to, like, your space or your being. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's ways to do it productively. Right. So, you know, no toxic positivity. Allow your kid to feel the full range let of emotions. Them, let them be people. Yes. And you can learn that as an adult still. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one here is, you know, we engage in toxic positivity when we disregard um, the, the role that mental health concerns can play in the way that we experience emotions. Um, suggesting that mental health issues can be cured simply by <laughs> thinking positively without recognizing the importance of professional help and treatment. 
listen, if my, like my brain does not produce chemicals properly for me to experience like quote unquote, like pause, like positive emotions in, in that regard. Like I need a little bit of chemical help so that my brain can transmit some like happy juices. Yeah. Like I need help. I I take an SSRI for a reason. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not always as simple as just like positive because if I, I, if I could, I would. Okay. Sometimes we need the help of a professional. Sometimes we need the help. And of stop a shaming people for needing help. <laughs> Some people need additional help, and that's and that's, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Because we're not all the same, and not everybody's brain functions in the same way. I need a little bit of help with my dopamine and serotonin. Okay. And that's fine. <laughs> Is it? But if you find yourself like resonating with some of these things if you're like wow i might be saying some of these things or engaging in some of these we're not behaviors. shaming you we're not we're shaming, not shaming you. you we're like trying to like bring make, awareness yeah let's have a little, a little there's no shame here there might be a little bit judgment from me just because like <laughs> i've experienced some of like a lot of these you do feel passionately about this <laughs> i do feel very passionately we're it's just about gaining a little more perspective and awareness and like if you're feeling like you resonate like oh you know I think I'm saying these to people around me ask yourself you know this question am I saying these things to comfort someone else or to make myself feel better because you're uncomfortable because you're with what's happening in their life yeah because their emotions make you feel uncomfortable yeah because like we are all products of like our environment right and so like if you weren't taught how to like emote properly that's not your fault. Like yeah. we're just trying to like, there's no shame from coming from us with this. Like we're, we're just maybe like I'm judging a little bit just because I've had these happen in my personal life. Yes. And there's a lot of hurt. <laughs> there's a lot of hurt that has come that from this comes. toxic positivity. So there's this, like I inherently like kind of bristle up, but I do want to like maybe try and help other people who like fall into that category of being that like toxic positive person to maybe like not right like maybe don't do that (laughs) let's talk a little bit about why we don't want to engage in that toxic positivity right because it's more it's it's bigger than just being hurtful it's like inherently harmful yeah to your relationships to yourself you know, it, it it causes a lot of hurt and it causes the two H's of toxic positivity, the hurt and the harm. Yeah. Um, another big thing that it brings up is that it it's shaming. You know, toxic positivity brings up a lot of shame. Yeah. Receiving toxic positivity can lead to feelings of shame. It helps. It tells people that the emotions they are feeling are unacceptable. When someone is suffering, they need to know that their emotions are valid and that they can find relief and love in their friends and family. Right. Because if you like, let's just use my example because it's easier to like put it into context. So dead kid, me dying inside, like I'm dying. And when you come at me with the, well, everything happens for a reason or, you know, she's in a better place. That is just so like if she is in a better place, why wasn't the place with me good enough? Yeah. It puts a lot of shame as to like, maybe I wouldn't have been a good enough mom then. If she's in this better place, then maybe I would have been a shitty mom. Yeah. And she wouldn't have been safe with me. And it's like the not thinking about that aspect when right. you say these things. Right. Because she could. God God only knows where she's at. Like she could be living her best life drinking a Mai Tai. I don't know what, what homegirl's <laughs> doing. I don't even know if she exists somewhere else. Yeah. But it's there's that inherent like then I wasn't good enough yeah. to have her be here with me. Yeah. 
So we're we're adding on to the struggle. Yeah. By saying some of these things, by engaging in toxic positivity behavior, we're we're adding to the struggle right. that someone's experiencing. And then there's so much shame as to like, okay, well then like, and then it's like, there's just so much like when you when you when you engage in toxic positivity to somebody that's going through really life like deep shit. It's just like really harmful. Like it's like I I don't even know how to express it in a way. Because then not only are you saying this to me as a, like a, I'm going to try and help her like feel better. No, there's so much anger and resentment that I now feel for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that BPD, that BPD kicks in and I'm ready to go. Going. <laughs> um, but with the shame also comes hand the in guilt. Hand. Also comes the guilt. Uh, being excessively positive can also lead to feelings of guilt. It can... It conveys the idea that if you can't manage to stay positive, even when dealing with <laughs> life tragedy, you're somehow at fault. Well, you're falling could, short. Right. Because then it's like, well, why can't I look on the bright side? Yeah. Because like, then everyone's like, telling me I should be able to. Yeah, I should. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm like dying inside. And there's all of these darkness. There's, these thoughts are really bad. And I'm not like I'm not functioning at a level that I could function at like I used to function at. And now I'm like not a functioning member of society and showering is really hard. But like so then there's like, well, I'm not good enough to like even function in this capacity. You know, there's just a lot that goes on like internally to the person that you're saying these toxic things to. Yeah. It's just not, not great. The guilt, the shame, um, it causes us to avoid authentic human emotion. (laughs) So toxic positivity acts as a way to avoid facing challenging emotions. When people embrace this behavior, it it lets them steer clear of uncomfortable emotion situations emotional situations so that might feel great in the moment um i i did i i I engage in this one yeah and people like how are you i'm fine i'm fine everything's fine everything's great when inherently (laughs) i'm like because i'm like yeah 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 and that's like a thing that we tend to do we we experience tough emotions and then we tend to downplay disregard and even suppress them but more and more research is just showing that when we suppress and avoid negative emotions they don't go away no, no. Them on, yeah. We ruminate on them and it turns into anxious thoughts or it turns into destructive behavior. And but it also creates other things too, right? So it's like let's say that you and I well, let's hypothetical, you and I didn't where you're giving me platitudes and you're telling me everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It would just create so much resentment in our relationship. Like you and I would no longer have like a genuine connection. You and I couldn't be real with each other because I can't tell you to your face, shut the fuck up, you yeah. know, and, but, and you would continue to say these really hurtful and harmful things. And then we would just distance ourselves, and then, or we'd just like explode and then it'd be like, it'd be over. I'd be dead. Right. Yeah. So it just, <laughs> emotions don't go away just because we ignore them right right they're they're it festers it festers like a fucking boil yeah and when we just push them down and we bottle them up eventually that energy is going to build up and it's going to explode and it's going to come out in a way that usually (laughs) we don't understand it doesn't align with like your personal like belief system yeah or like your like moral compass right yeah, when that happens yeah we'll act in a way that doesn't align with our value and our belief system and it's just and 
we're usually not going to know where it came from. Right. Because it's bottled and suppressed from other events and situations. And we're going to pop off at the smallest thing. (laughs) And so we're not going to be able to address the the spilled milk. The spilled milk. You know, we're not going to be able to address the root issue because it's going to come out. Because you're you're going to be like, where, what is this? Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Yeah. So don't avoid. Don't (laughs) avoid. Don't avoid. But that's kind of the result when we engage in toxic positivity. We're avoiding those quote unquote negative emotions because we feel like we have to because if we're not happy then we're bad then we're bad we're doing something wrong and then the last one here is it prevents growth toxic positivity allows us to avoid feelings that might be painful um, but it denies us the ability to face challenging feelings that can ultimately lead to growth and deeper insight yeah right the challenging things are just going to keep being more challenging because we're not going to develop any resiliency by avoiding hard emotions i'm gonna say something it's a kind of insightful that i feel in my soul while i've experienced a lot of bad things in my life yeah me now the healing girly can look back and see yeah there's like these things the insight of like i have come a long way me three years ago versus me now two different people completely different people yeah. You, you wouldn't even be able to recognize night and day night and day like the growth that I've experienced as a person but that came with embracing the the hard and difficult things right it, it came with embracing them and like acknowledging them and saying hi I guess that's me and you now yeah me and you are gonna be where we're kind of we're in a depression and we're in a grief and we're in a bad spot but there's not another choice so we just have to do it yeah. right I versus like how many people do you know in your life that avoid all of their hard and difficult emotions that are not well (laughs) i could i could name a few Uh, yeah you know it's not hard i think to if you really like sat down and thought about it it's like oh how many people am i avoiding hard conversations with because it's easier to pretend that everything's good and everything's all right (laughs) okay that's i wasn't prepared to have that conversation today right next (laughs) but like really like if everyone sat down and like thought about that like it's it's probably more than more more than than zero (laughs) definitely the answer is not zero (laughs) definitely not zero right because it's easier to pretend that everything is good than to address those those feelings right right? avoidance is easier but at the end of the day it's gonna do you no good yeah it's gonna do you no good it might be easier in the moment 10 years down the line you're really still struggling it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle but how do we how do we recognize you know, that is what toxic positivity is and that's what it does to us. But how do we recognize these behaviors in ourselves or when we're a victim of them so that we can, you know, do better and maybe do something about it, right? Um, so some signs that you might be toxically positive. Signs for yourself. Uh, brushing off problems rather than facing them. Again, avoidance. It's easy. That's yeah. so easy. You can be like, well, that makes me uncomfortable. Yep. We're not going to acknowledge it. Da, 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 da. Moving that, on. That makes me feel not happy. That's Brush icky. Away. That's icky. Icky, icky, icky. <laughs> Positive vibes only. Oh, God. Yeah. If we're brushing off the problems rather than facing them, you know, that doesn't do you That's any a good. big sign. Big sign. That's a big sign. Hiding your true feelings behind feel-good quotes that seem socially acceptable. Be real, not perfect. Yeah, hiding behind those quotes. You know, just because, you know, putting up this front that, that everything... That you're, you know, we're, we're vibing, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. But 
but the truth is a little bit darker it's a little bit darker because you can say those nice things and they sound really great and appealing right that's why people like them is because they they sound great and they are very appealing but behind that quote what is it yeah there's a lot behind that babe that you gotta like and it's hard to it's it's hard to look at that and like embrace it it's hard i'm not saying that that this is the easiest thing you'll ever do no in fact it's really hard but like behind that like feel goodness is a lot of in inauthenticity yeah um minimizing other people's feelings because they make you uncomfortable i know we all get that pucker factor sometimes you know but like also (laughs) it's not about you yeah so if you're kind of if you're being dismissive of the people around you because they're making you uncomfortable that's a sign that you're engaging in toxic positivity, right? If we're being like, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be You're great. fine. Don't worry about it. Don't it's going to be good. Like, right? just to move on from that conversation says a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the last one here, shaming other people when they don't have a positive attitude. Red flag. Red, <laughs> Red flag. flag. <laughs> <laughs> right? Calling someone a negative Nancy, being like, wow, wow. Like, your attitude sucks. Maybe they're okay. going through. Why don't you sit down and have that conversation with them? But like, also, why are you shaming? Yeah, you know, like it's it's kind of a double edged sword, babe. Like, if you're gonna call someone out for being negative, you inherently are being negative. Yeah. So, so those are some of the signs that you are engaging in toxic positive behavior. Um, some of the signs that you may be on the receiving end of toxic positivity. Uh, if you're feeling guilty about being sad, angry, or disappointed, been there. Yeah, that might be mean that you're being surrounded by people who are putting you down for your emotions, right? If you've got people around you who are telling you, be happy, don't be sad. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and you're feeling guilty about it, you're probably on the receiving end. Um, if you're hiding or disguising how you really feel from everybody, this is a big sign. This is something Andrea does. Oh No, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just like tired of like, I would rather just be like, okay, I'm fine versus like engaging in. Yeah, I'm miserable and horrible and da, da, da. like I just I'm fine. Yeah. But do you say that, though, because the response you get when you say actually I'm not doing OK is we'll just think on the bright side. <laughs> is it because you get toxic positivity in response to your hard feelings that you don't like to have those conversations? I did not come prepared to this podcast today to have that be said to me. <laughs> I was not in a space. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, because it's so much easier to just be like, nope, everything's good, instead of like actually diving into me being unwell and then receiving the well, maybe you should just think on the bright side. Yeah. Okay. Choose some happiness. Okay. Okay. Because I think that's something a lot of people can relate to. It's easier just to tell everybody I'm, I'm fine, fine than to be like, actually, I'm going through it. And then be like, rejected. Okay, okay. Now it's worse because I, I just <laughs> opened myself up and you someone, shit on yeah, me. someone just told me to get over it. <laughs> like, thank you. So I- now I have to deal with my feelings about that. So not only am I experiencing this thing, but then you just completely rejected my vulnerability. And now I have to sit with the fact that you just told me to get over it. And now I'm feeling even worse inside. So I'm just going to say I'm fine. Yeah, it's not. Because because my feelings make you uncomfortable so that you just have to be shitty. (laughs) 
<laughs> so receiving wow. receiving end wow toxic positivity and the last sign last sign that you're on the receiving end of toxic positivity is you're trying to be stoic or to get over painful emotions if you feel like you just need to get over it yep it's because people around you are telling you you need to get over it wow <laughs> wow um yeah so those are the signs to look for both in yourself and in the people around you because that's hard to deal with that's really difficult um I just wanted to throw out some of my my favorite I don't know platitudes (laughs) that I have heard um because while people tend to mean well um again intentions are worthless (sighs) platitudes are just really super dismissive so we've got some heavy hitters on this list okay like these i i I saw this list (laughs) compiled and i was like it's making me want to like uh i'm i'm ready to hit some heads together yes so the first one is just think positive yes just think positive this phrase is super dismissive of the complexity of a person's emotions and it just suggests that positivity is the only valid emotion if you're not happy anything else you're feeling is wrong Wrong. you're just wrong yeah so let's let's and then that just goes back to the the shame and the guilt yeah you're wrong for that yeah let's let's stop saying this another goodie is it could be worse (sighs) while that is inherently true yes it could be worse that is it is a truth Yes. yes that is factual however comma that does nothing for the situation at hand. People yeah. can still feel that this is the worst thing that they've ever endured. Yeah. And that is that is valid enough in that moment. And I am I am shaking my hands in anger right now because it <laughs> literally <laughs> fires me up so bad because yes, it could be worse. I could name out five scenarios of people that definitely have it worse than me. Do they get to experience their grief and suffering in their own way? Yes, but I get to have mine too. Because yeah. mine is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. And while people say this because they're trying to offer perspective, it's just super invalidating of a person's current struggles and emotions. And like, yeah, that really sucks that you had your leg amputated. But at least it wasn't both. At least it wasn't both legs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm over it. I'm over it. Better. Thanks. All better. I'm cured. The ghost pain doesn't exist, but like, it's fine. <laughs> So let's stop telling people that their struggles could be worse because maybe it's the worst thing that they've gone through. And even if it's not the worst thing that they've gone through, it's, it's the worst right it's now. It's currently the worst thing right. that they're dealing with. Uh, don't be so negative. Ah, this implies oh, that expressing negative emotions is unacceptable and encourages the suppression of genuine feelings. Emotions are not negative emotions they're not positive or negative yeah emotions are just they are it just is so stop telling people because they're crying they're being negative or stop telling people because they're upset about things that they should be upset about that they can't feel that do i think people lean into negativity sometimes yes but again it's just so nuanced right but when you tell somebody hey don't be so negative what are you really doing what are you really accomplishing in that statement is your friend punching holes in the wall let's maybe check in and be like hey can I get you some help? <laughs> but is your friend frustrated about something that they should be frustrated about? Let's not tell them that they're being negative Nelly about it. Yeah. Like let's just, ugh. uh, you should be more grateful. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> he's like oh, triggered. He's I'm triggered. My brain vibrate, <laughs> but suggesting that, um, 
someone should always focus on what they have and never acknowledge their struggles can be just again dismissive that's just like the common theme with all of these. attitude just, of gratitude sam yeah, gosh it's just super dismissive and i you know having a grateful attitude can be helpful with for with sure struggles. but telling someone be more you should grateful. be grateful and <laughs> at least <laughs> it, it just doesn't go over well it just isn't. It's, it's not, not gonna, productive. It's, it's not, not productive. It's not going to fix the situation. It's not helpful. No. Like they should talk to their therapist about that. Also, like maybe like sitting down, like let's say you and I sit down together and we're like, what? Like in this moment, what are you grateful for? I understand that. Like, so I'm, I'm literally asking you, what in this moment are you grateful for, Sam? I am grateful for (laughs) my best friend and I'm grateful for a car that works and a home and my dog. I'm grateful for lots of things. Right. But that doesn't also take away from the struggles that you're still experiencing. Right. I have all those things even when I'm struggling. Right. Like in this moment, I'm so grateful that I get to sit here and I get to communicate with you in this really open way to have these conversations. I'm so grateful for that. And at the same time, I'm still sad about a lot of other things. That doesn't mean just because I'm struggling doesn't mean I'm not grateful for other things. Yeah. Duality. Both things. You can be grateful and also be going through a really right. hard time. Uh, another one that kind of goes with the the be grateful is happiness is a choice. Choose to be happy. Uh, choose happiness. Choose happiness. Fuck you. <laughs> well, if I could, I would. <laughs> While this is true to some extent, it, I think it's it super simplifies the complexity of emotions. Yeah. And it implies that feeling anything other than happiness is a failure. You're wrong for not being happy, Sam. Gosh. Yeah. You're it, wrong. That's what you're telling someone. Like, oh, you know, you're feeling anything but happiness? Wrong. <laughs> it's And it's not that simple. When someone is in the thick of it, it's not that simple no. to be like, just choose happiness. Oh, my if God. It, if it was, people would. Uh, literally. And, and on the receiving end of majority of these things, I want to know, what are you thinking when you say this? You are not, you are less than helpful. You are less than helpful saying these things. What are you actually thinking? I think what people are thinking when they say this is they are coming from a place that they are not currently struggling and they are in a place that they can choose happiness. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck so you. For them, it's easy because they're not currently struggling. So they're like, what's know, that I, like? I, I had a good day today. You, maybe you should choose to have a good day today. <laughs> and it I literally <laughs> last Sunday night, I told my I'm going to bed. This is my this is my conversation to myself, my internal monologue. Heads on pillow. I'm like, you know what, Andrea, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna have a great day. It's the start of the week. You know, I'm having this really positive self talk about my day tomorrow. Guess what? What? Guess who had a really bad fucking day? <laughs> me even though i told myself you're gonna be happy you're gonna wake up you're gonna love life it's gonna be great you know you're gonna accomplish all of these great wonderful things wrong i even told myself that and it didn't happen wow wow you might think it's a choice it's not okay it's not that simple yeah and so telling someone just to choose happiness it's not that simple you're the worst Ooh, uh, this makes me so angry this like i can i need to start tapping my clavicles (laughs) because i am literally going to start having a a bpd rage the last one that i think that we need to talk about is when somebody says oh well you'll you'll get over it i hate this one because when you say this when you say this to someone you really put the the pressure on someone to hurry and get over what they're experiencing you'll get over it yeah you just you you put it's like putting a timer on someone like okay 
you told me now you need to get over it you or, need or, to, or you like need to speed run this problem <laughs> and get over it the train's leaving the station get on yeah everybody else has moved on so you need to too i think and it's like, really hard it's really dismissive oh for sure well and i think like in conjunction with that one is like you'll get through it like yeah. get over it get through it you'll get through it like it's just like we're not going to hold space for you to like do that though the feelings right now you'll get over it like don't worry about it like whatever like i don't i don't have the energy to deal with you right now with it eventually one day you you will get over it so yeah. like god bless yeah and while they probably will survive <laughs> what they're going through yeah. don't do that to your friends it doesn't don't take away to get over it, it d- like also fuck you like that is the rudest thing that you could like what anyway yeah. oh so those are things we should not say <laughs> let's leave you with a little tidbit of things that you can say that are more supportive of your friends who are going through it. We're going to end this episode on like more of a positive note <laughs> of like how to support yeah. your friends, your loved ones, the people you interact with, because I think that it's really important to uh, show you that side yeah. of, of that. Because it is a learning curve. Because obviously, like as we said earlier, I haven't always been great about this. Because it's easier to lean right. into the toxic positivity side. Because it's so easier to be than, it's easier to do that than embrace the the hard emotions, right? Yeah. Like it's easier to be like, well, everything does happen for a reason. Like it's easy, right? Yeah. You know. So I'm just gonna start off with what I think the best thing you can do for someone who is struggling is let them know that you're there to listen. Yeah. Let them know that you are that person that they can talk to, that you're there to listen to whatever it is that they're going through. Because most of the time, that's what they need. Right. They just need someone who can listen to their struggle. Right. And I think, like, offering that, like, hey, I'm listening, but I, I also want you to know that I'm here no matter what. Yeah. You know, offering that, like, no matter what you're going through, I'm, I've am i got you. Yeah. I, I'm here. You come to me. We're, like, I'm, I've got you no matter what. Yeah. And you don't have to understand what someone's going through to be that person for someone. To even be there. Yeah. In general. Yeah. And you can tell them that and be like, I don't I don't know what you're going through, but I want to be here yeah. for you to support you in any way that I can. So right. if that's just someone you need to listen or whatever it is that you need, I'm here for you. I got you. You know, be that person. Also, like adding in a little bit of validation, like I I might not know what you're going through, but it sounds really hard. What you're going through is really hard, and I'm so sorry that this is what you're going through. I'm here to listen, and I'm here no matter what, right? You add that little bit of validation of this is really, really fucking hard. What you're going through is the hardest thing. I'm so sorry that you're going through it. I'm here to listen, and I'm here no matter what. Perfect. Yeah. Sometimes just letting someone know that, like, yeah, I see what you're going through and I see that that's so hard can be like the most supportive thing that you can do and give that person the push that they need to keep going. Yeah. Just for the, for you to be like, hey, I, I see you and I see that you're struggling and I see how hard. Right. It's that validation that they are not alone. They're not isolated. That 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 somebody's somebody's watching. Somebody's got their back. You know, there's that like, that's my person. Yeah. Um, another thing that you can do is just like, you know, still acknowledging like, you know, sometimes like bad things happen. How can I help you? How can I, what can I do for you in this moment? You know, that like giving it to the person saying, how can I support you in this moment? It, It takes away from you having to fix the problem, right? So you're no longer in charge of fixing the problem. It's putting it back on the person that's experiencing the problem to come up with ways that they can feel support in that moment. 
like, hey, Sam, I'm having a really hard time. And you come back and you say, how can I support you? And be like, in this moment, I want to go watch the sunset. Like we can, that's what I can do. And that's what you can do for me in that moment. And that's what I can do for myself in that moment. Yes, that is a skill that I love to teach because I think a lot of times when we fall into toxic positivity, it's because we want to be a problem solver. We want to fix the sadness. We want to fix the anger. And so um, we like to throw out all of these ideas in our good space where we have lots of energy and we feel good. Like, here's all these ideas. Here's these things that you can do that that we could do in this moment. Yeah. When the person we're talking to is really struggling and maybe they don't have the energy or the capacity to do that. So, you know, something that I like to tell people to do is to like, you know, once you've listened, once you've validated your friend or whoever it is, is to ask them like, what would you like to do about this and how can I support you? Right. Cause it, cause at the end of the day, it's their burden to bear, right? Yeah. It's not your burden to bear. You don't have to be the problem solver. That's kind of their job, yeah. right? As the person that's in charge of this burden or like the, the life experience or things like that, it's in on them to make choices and decisions for themselves. Right. Yeah. But you can, you can be there as a sounding board or like if they're like, you know what, honestly, there's nothing that I need you to do other than listen, and you're already doing that. Yeah, and when you ask them that, when you ask them, like, what would you like to do about this problem or this situation, it allows them to then think about solutions that they feel that they are capable of with their current situation. And so then you can go from that point, and you don't have to feel frustrated because you're throwing out all these ideas, and they're like, no, 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 because I don't feel capable and then you are both in a better space to support each other through right. whatever's happening. So approaching it that way. Um, another thing that you can say instead of a dismissive platitude <laughs> is just letting them know that their feelings are valid. Just letting them say that, like, you know, your sal- your sadness is valid. Your anger is valid. Your frustration is valid. You know, all of the feelings are valid um my (laughs) (laughs) go-to i say this to andrea (laughs) all the time because she always tells me i'm fine everything's good everything's okay it's fine i'm fine everything's fine so i like i just like look at her and i'm like you're not and that's okay (laughs) if only you could see sam's face because it's literally (laughs) it's the face and the saying at the same time it's just like i'm calling you on your bullshit (laughs) you're not okay but that's okay it's just like letting you know you know I, I see you. I see that you're struggling, that you're going through it, and that you're not okay, and that's okay. And if you yeah. want to talk about it, we can talk about it. But I also respect that it can be hard to talk about it, and it takes a lot of energy. So and if there's you don't, no pressure. Yeah. So if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. Yeah. Because it can be hard. So really, the non-toxic alternatives come down to validating and listening. That's it. That is literally all you have to do to avoid toxic positivity. Because it's not about you and your feelings at the end of the day with somebody else's life, you know, to be a supportive person into somebody's life. It comes down to listening, listening to their struggles, validating their struggles. And if you if you can't be that setting up, I, I suggest going back and listening to our episode on boundaries, because if you can't be that for somebody, you need to establish that boundary. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with like letting your friend know that you're not capable of being that person for them, but you're more than willing to help them find somebody who is right. Right. Cause that's the best thing you can do 
don't cause more harm by trying to do something that you're not capable of. <laughs> Let them know, hey, I'm not capable of carrying this with you right now, but I want to be a supportive friend. So let's find you the help you need. Right. That's the best thing that you can do. Don't hit them with the you'll get over it and you'll get through it. <laughs> hit them with the what help do you need? Let's find that for you. Right. And that is toxic positivity and our supportive validation. Yes. The best the best way to go at it. But as always, thank you guys for joining us today and giving us a listen. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. We really imp- we really appreciate your listen. And be sure to leave us a review. We love and appreciate your feedback. Uh, five stars only, though, because yes. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, and be sure to give us a follow at Chronically Unwell on Instagram and Facebook for more content and behind the scenes of the podcast. If you have topic ideas or questions you'd like to hear um, us discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us on social media or through our email at chronicallyunwell at gmail.com. And until next time, keep going. And keep growing. Keep growing.